Welcome to The Power of Faith with David Hathaway. Our salvation consists in the fact that Christ, in his death, blotted out all accusation against us. When Christ nailed our sin on the cross, he spoiled principalities and powers, he disarmed the powers and authorities and made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Christ triumphed over all the powers of Satan and all the powers of evil that are against us and attack us. When Christ died on the cross, he did not only forgive our sin, but he broke the power of the devil. The NIV translation sums up this triumph in a military sense. Christ on the cross disarmed the powers and authorities. He disarmed the devil. That's what the Ukrainians are trying to do with the Russians to disarm them. And when they're disarmed, they will no longer be able to invade Ukraine. Christ has done for us spiritually, what the Ukrainians are doing physically, disarm the enemy. Now, please join David, as he continues his Bible study, from the book of Colossians. And then, in verse 12, he comes on to the critical issue. Because in verse 12, he says, We are buried with Christ in baptism and risen with him through faith of the operation of God. So he's only confirming what is shown elsewhere in Scripture. The importance of water baptism is this that when we are baptized in water, we are baptized into the death of Christ. So that it's as if the whole of the old life, the old nature that existed before baptism is gone and dead. And yet, when we come up out of the water, we come out as resurrection. And the whole purpose of water baptism of the adult believer is symbolic of the death of Christ and his resurrection into the new life. So when you're baptized in water and resurrected, it is symbolic of what happened with Christ. And so he goes on in verse 13, and you being dead... To your sin and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has quickened together with Christ and in this has forgiven you all your sin, blotting out the handwriting of all the claims against you that everything that was against us and took it out of his way and nailed it to the cross. Now, the interesting thing is this that the scripture is very strong on this question of original sin. That what happened is this, that the original sin was disobedience to God. You know, uh, God in creation said to Adam and Eve, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree. And Satan deceived Eve. She ate it and gave it to Adam. So that sin was rebellion. And it gives the answer that the whole problem with Satan himself that caused him to be cast out of heaven was rebellion. Because the scripture shows us, Jesus himself reveals, that Satan rebelled against God. 
And the biggest sin that we can have in life is our rebellion against God and our, our refusal to accept Christ. And so in our salvation, what's typified is that we die and we're born again into a new life. And then in verses, going on from verse 14 into verse 15, he blotted out, Christ in his death blotted out all the accusation against us, which could only come by our death and by our being born again into a totally new life. And this is why when we come to Christ, we have a new life. We're literally born again, as Jesus himself says. But when Christ nailed our sin on the cross, he did something very interesting because in verse 15, it says... Um, he spoiled principalities and powers. But I like what the NIV says. The NIV says, and having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Because here you have to understand that all the powers of Satan and all the powers of evil that are against us and attacking us. And I, I, I love this because um, as I'm speaking to you, of course, we're aware of the war in the Ukraine. And I think that the NIV sums it up very much in a military sense, disarming the powers and authorities. Now, it, uh, this is where the NIV makes it much clear that what Christ has done in his death on the cross is not only forgiven our sin, but broken the power of the devil against us, disarmed him. Come on, that's what the Ukrainians are trying to do with the Russians at the moment is smash all the armament supplies with these new weapons, destroy the weapons. It's not just destroying the men, it's destroying their weapons, their armaments. And so the Ukrainians are blowing up right now, as I talked to you, blowing up all the ammunition, the guns and the tanks and the weapons to disarm the enemy. And when they're disarmed, they can't fight. And this is exactly what has happened to us, that Christ actually did what the Ukrainians are doing, which is to disarm the enemy. Because the attack that the enemy could have against us is to accuse us of Going back to Adam, disobedience, rebellion against God, this is gone. Every accusation which can be made against you is broken and gone and destroyed. Wow. <laughs> it reminds me of, um, uh, as we know, the, uh, the, the big miracle in the Reformation, uh, where he was climbing up the steps of, I think it was St. Paul's, uh, it was of the cathedral in Rome, I think. And um, as he was going up, he was climbing up because of his conscience of sin and trying to deal with sin. And it was only there that uh, 
Luther made the understanding that Christ has defeated and broken all these powers and the blood of Christ has set us free from all these powers. So I like the way he says, Paul says in verse 15, that Christ in his death disarmed the enemy, disarmed the authorities. And not only that, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by his death on the cross. Because where under the old law, when Christ died, he was dead. You killed him, that was the end. No, death was not the end because we know he went into the grave and came out on the third day alive. He wasn't dead, he was alive. And so in doing that, what Jesus did was made a public spectacle of the enemy and said, look, throw what you want now at all my followers. Uh, and what a challenging message to us. Throw all your powers because you can't touch them anymore. Oh, it goes on, and I need to try and continue a little bit more. And verse 18, uh, verse 17, well, verse 16, let no man judge you in respect of meat or drink, in respect of holy days or new moons or Sabbaths, which are only a shadow. The reality is in Christ. Let no man deceive you of your reward by introducing other things into your life and into your worship. Oh, he goes on in this, and it's quite strong here. Uh, don't let anyone, now in the NIV, don't let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink or with regard to religious festivals. These are just a shadow. The reality is in Christ. And uh, if we are dead, Verse 20, if we're dead with Christ from the rudiments of the world, from the laws of the world, why do we go on living as if we're subject to these religious ordinances? I mean, he's a Jew speaking to the Jews, but he refers to us as Christians. All of this is to perish. All of this is at an end. Oh, what a wonderful revelation. This is our experience in Christ. It's freedom from the law. But remember what Paul is saying is, although he was not physically able, of course he was in prison, if he was not able to physically see the people, that didn't break the relationship. You don't have to see Jesus in person, you won't till he comes back, but that doesn't destroy the relationship. And all that God has is given to us through the sacrifice of Christ on the cross. God bless you. Trust in the Lord, and do good. Delight yourself in Him, and He shall give you the desires of your heart. God wants to bless you in amazing ways, but first, you must trust Him. Do good to others, and delight yourself in Him. This year, David will hold ministry in Ukraine and Armenia. In addition, he preaches the gospel on TV, radio, podcast, and online. Please continue supporting our humanitarian and spiritual aid work in Ukraine. The need is great, but God is greater. Through your support, we can share the love of Christ 
with so many hurting people. To make a donation, visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash donation. Thank you for listening to the Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.